Good morning. Thank you so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. This morning, we're going to be looking at Leviticus chapter number 19. In Leviticus 18, God begins to elaborate on the laws that he's already given the children of Israel. Now, he doesn't start adding new laws to them, but what he's really doing is he is showing Israel what their life will look like lived out in obedience to God's laws. Look what he says in chapter 19, verse 2. It says, Speak unto the congregation of the children of Israel, and say unto them, Ye shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Now that's a, that's a pretty big command, and it's, it's impossible to live up to, especially with really no background as to what that looks like or what that means. So in chapter 19, God begins to show them what it looks like, living a holy life looks like, lived out in their relationships. He begins by telling Israel to, you know, respect and honor their parents. He goes, you can't be holy if you're dishonoring or disrespecting your parents. Then he talks about taking care of the poor. He says when you glean your field or when you harvest your field, don't, don't take everything. Don't be greedy and make sure you get every uh, grape off the vine or every you know, shaft of wheat, chaff of wheat out of the field. He says leave some of it intentionally for the poor for the widows and the orphans and those who are less fortunate, to allow them to come behind you and gather what they need to survive. See, God wants his people to be a generous people. Then in verses 11 through 18, he, he gives even more examples of how we are to treat other people in our lives, our neighbors, our co-workers, our servants, people who work for us. He gives a broad list of what living life as a holy person, obedient to God's word, looks like and how we treat other people. And none of it's really groundbreaking stuff that none of us are aware of. He says stuff like, don't steal, don't lie, don't break your word. You know, if you keep make a promise, be sure to keep your promise. Don't take advantage of people. Don't refuse to pay someone for work that they did. Don't, you know, take advantage or mistreat the disabled. Don't cover up abuse. Don't spread gossip. Don't be prejudiced. You know, don't judge someone based on their skin or based on their lifestyle or based on just how they look. Don't stand by when people need help. Don't hold a grudge against someone. Don't seek revenge against someone who's mistreated you. You know, all, all pretty basic stuff that, you know, all of us, when hearing what God says, we agree. We're like, you know what? Yeah, you, you shouldn't mistreat people. Yeah, you shouldn't abuse people. And if you know of someone who's being abused, you shouldn't cover it up. You shouldn't mistreat disabled people. You shouldn't lie and break your promise. These are all pretty common things that everyone in the world would say, yeah, that's just a good way to live your life. But it all boils down to how he ends verse number 18. Look what it says. It says, But thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, I am the Lord. Now this is what we've come to know as the golden rule. It's what Jesus quoted four times in the New Testament when he's approached by a lawyer, a Pharisee and a lawyer who's really trying to trap him up, trick him up. And he says, hey, of all the commandments God has given, and he wasn't just including the Ten Commandments, he was including the hundreds of commandments God had given Israel on how to live their life. Things like don't wear mixed garments, don't sow two different types of seeds in your field, all those kind of things that God had given them in those times. He says, what is the greatest or what is the most important commandment to follow? And Jesus said, the most important commandment 
is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul. But then he says, and the second one is just as important, love your neighbor as yourself. Then he says, all the law hangs on these two. So Jesus says, if you'll love God with everything you have, and you'll treat people like you want to be treated, then you will have no problem obeying the rest of the commandments of God because all the rest of the commandments of God are rooted in that foundational truth to love God and to love people like you love yourself. In our culture, the golden rule is pretty well known. Now, we don't live up to it like we should, but we all know the golden rule. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. It's a very common thing. It's a common thought, but that was unheard of in this culture. Ancient literature has no reference to this kind of command or this kind of action until the book of Leviticus. Now, after Leviticus, it shows up in ancient writings, but only in Jewish ancient writings. The rest of the world, this was a foreign concept. Treat people good. Treat people like I want to be treated, not abuse them and take advantage of them and use them for my benefit, but, you know, treat them well. It was, it was unheard of. And so what God is dealing with here. He's not just dealing with the actions of his people. He's dealing with the heart of his people. He doesn't want his people, which today includes those of us who have accepted Christ as our Savior. If you're a born-again believer, you are one of God's children, and this is how God wants you to live. And God doesn't want you being a, a people who treat people well because we're commanded to, but we secretly resent it. We secretly despise having to do that and having to you know, be generous to the poor and having to you know, not take advantage of people. We do it because we're supposed to, but our heart's just not in it. God wants us to love people with our whole heart because God loves people. God loves everyone. God loves the disadvantaged. God loves the mistreated. God loves every race, every tongue, every tribe. God came and died for every single human who's ever lived, and he loves them, and he wants us to love them as well. God doesn't want us to be just a group of people who do good things because we're trying to please God. God wants us to be a group of people who treat people with love and respect because... We love and respect them because God loves and respects them. Let God's people be called a people of love, not a people of division, not a people of anger and, and meanness and mistreating of other people, but let God's people be called those people who love everybody because God loves everybody. Thanks so much for joining us for our Word of the Day. We're going to be back tomorrow and looking at Leviticus chapter number 25. Hope you have a blessed day.